This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. You're listening to The Paranormal Pursuit, hosted by Bobsy from 99.7 The Mix and Larry Wilson from the Urban Paranormal Investigation. You're not alone. We are not alone. The Paranormal Pursuit will keep you company. Oh, yeah, we are back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening. It's Bonzi. It is Larry Wilson. And it's the Paranormal Pursuit Podcast. Nobody has missed us more than Larry Wilson. (laughs) What do you say? You've been itching, haven't you, buddy? You've been itching to get back at this. Oh, I have, yeah. Bonzi, what are we doing the podcast again? Bonzi, what are we doing the podcast again? Just let it marinate. You would be horrible if you were one of those showrunners on Netflix. You would just want to put every episode, no. every season out at once. No, I would I would just have a, a 365 episodes the first season. <laughs> Season two comes out in an hour. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much. How you been, man? Real good. You been good? Yep. We've had a little bit of time off, and, and this isn't the beginning of season two yet. So I think this is kind of special. This is just a special Halloween uh, uh, presentation. It's just a tease. It's a really, yeah. Season. It is a tease of the next season because next season is going to be season two is all about. Uh, the investigations that myself and the rest of the radio station crew has been on with you. Right. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. First season, season one is available now, of course, back on the uh, Morning Mix page. You click on that. It's in the Paranormal Pursuit podcast section. You can get all 13 episodes right there, and that's uh, Larry's introduction into the paranormal uh, realm, which, I, again, I think is a lot of fun to listen to, especially around this time of year. Uh, heading into Halloween, we're doing this just for you folks, okay, that are – Crazy about the paranormal. We appreciate all the great feedback. I know you've heard from lots of people who yep. really excited about the uh, the uh, the podcast that we're doing, and uh, they say your voice is almost as good as mine, which is kind of scary. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scariest thing I've heard the whole time. But we're getting right into it, man. Doctor Uggs, Virginia, Illinois. We went here last year for our paranormal investigation. We did a Halloween show on it and presented some evidence that we received. Right. We're going to do another special podcast on Dr. Ruggs where we dive a little bit more deep into what we got last year. Um, but but this year, we're going to kind of combine all of it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough because we, we did the investigation just last week. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, we've only just touched the tip of the iceberg on going through the audio and, and video evidence. So right. It's going to take us a while to do all that. How many hours of, of audio do you think you have? Uh, I still have 48 hours of audio left. You have 48 hours left to go. To go, yeah. And we've already gone through two tape recorders, which is 16 hours. So you've gone through 16 hours and you've already gotten, it looks like, one, two, three. Yep. We have we have six pieces of evidence just my, from this first 16 hours. Right. And my hope is that some of the other recorders will pick up the same stuff and maybe even clearer. Yeah. You know? And then we've got a pretty good video we that do. we're going to be posting yeah. with this uh, podcast. Yes. And it's going to be something that we talk about. Um, this is really the – you've investigated this place seven times. Yeah. And what? this is the only time that anything physical has ever happened. Well, I've seen – I saw something one time. Okay. And the first time I was there, I heard what kind of sounded like furniture being dragged across the floor uh-huh. when I was downstairs. Okay. And, of course, I video didn't show anything. But anyhow – um, it's the type of place that it surprises you because yeah. and we were talking about this Saturday night. Um, it's the kind of place when you're there, it's like, man, nothing's going on. 
But then when you start going through the, the audio that you've recorded, it's like, man, there was a whole invisible world going on right beneath our noses at the time. Right. And and this thing that we're, we're going to talk about in the video that you can watch um, on the podcast page, um, it, it, it immediately made my mouth dry. I, I You know, there was cold feelings and that... It, 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 it's something you can't explain. We're going to talk about it here in just a bit. And um, we were watching the video again, and I just watching the video again. Watching you, you're just you're just as into it. Yeah. Again, trying to figure out what the heck did we just what what the hell did we just experience? Right. And, and, you know, and it may seem insignificant to to some of the listeners, but when you start thinking about it, it's not. No. You know, and we've had this happen several other places. Yeah. The other well. time I can think of is the ping pong ball and the penny. So yep. I'm sure we'll bring yep. that up too. Yeah, we will. All right, Larry Wilson, here we go, man. Doctor Uggs, my second investigation, 2021, your seventh investigation. Uh, let's just give a little brief history of the building there in Virginia, Illinois. Well, it's actually now the former Doctor Uggs building. Uh, it's located at 142 East Beardstown Street. It's a two-story brick building, 10,000-plus square feet. Uh, it's got a full basement, uh, loft-style apartment on the second floor. And that was formerly occupied by the, the the still owners of the building, Adam and Jessica Stock, and their two girls, Karina and Ella. Um, they've since moved out. Nothing to do with the haunting, just, you know, for uh, logistics, that type of thing. Uh, the building itself over the years has been uh, a location for a variety of different businesses, uh, it's been several different drug stores, bars, and it's been three funeral homes. Um, but not all the history, you know, of the building had been pleasant because in 1929, there was a tragic death by shooting that occurred in front of the building. It involved an employee of the Virgin and Dodds Funeral Home, a, a guy named James Potter, and a gentleman named Charles Davis. The two had a longstanding feud. It, it resulted in uh, the shooting death of Potter. And, uh, and actually, uh, Potter's death may shed some light on the uh, activity that takes place in the building today. And it may also explain an EVP that I recorded the first time that I was there, which was Halloween night of 2017. And on that particular night, I was there alone. Um, the only thing, like I I'd mentioned earlier, the only thing I heard that night was the sound of what it sounded like furniture being dragged uh, ab- across the floor up above me. Um, but other than that, I really haven't heard a lot in the building. In that particular night, I didn't hear anything other than the furniture drag, uh, dragging sound. But but anyhow, uh, in this clip that Bonzi's going to play here in just a, a moment, uh, you will hear what sounds like a gunshot followed by the whispery voice of a man saying, shot him. Crystal clear to me. (laughs) I mean, it's crystal clear. And again, the questions you ask are, I'm going to play it for everybody again. All right. But where was that recorder? That recorder was in the, the, again, the East Hallway. Okay. The East Hallway. Yep. Where were you when that happened? I was in Adam and Jessica Stock's, what at the time was their bedroom. Okay. And they had a, it was a, you know, it's a loft style apartment. So they had a half wall. But it's pretty close to where that. Yeah. EVP. I mean, it, how far would you say that recorder was from where you were at? 25 feet. 25 feet. And you did not hear that no. noise or no. didn't make that sound no. while you were there? The, the only sound was me in this whole clip. You hear at the very beginning, you hear like a clicking sound. That's me turning on my flashlight, just looking around. So that had nothing to do with anything. Uh, then you hear, of course, what sounds like a gunshot. Here it is again. Yeah. 
Creepy, man. Yeah. Very, very creepy. The, and it makes you wonder, I mean, did that have anything to do with the Potter shooting? Yeah. The or, sh- <laughs> or just the fact that maybe a spirit or whatever knew that I knew that story. Right. Thought, hey, this would be right. fun to play a joke on the right. guy, you know? Yeah. Pretty creepy to hear that after you uh, got done with the investigation and, again, nothing was heard. Oh. And then you hear that and you're like, oh, my gosh, that was loud. And then you, you start thinking then, because I've recorded a lot in that building. And you've heard a lot of it. And we recorded a lot last year, too, and also this year. But... Um, you start wondering, you know, what's really going on that I can't see, <laughs> right. you know? So, yeah, it, it's a, it's an amazing it's amazing stuff. Next clip. Okay, well, what we're going to do here is uh, I want to tell a quick story. Yeah. That, uh, this is one of the coolest stories I've ever heard as far as haunting activity. But when I first met Adam and Jessica Stock, um, they were telling me about some of the things that had happened in the building. And when they first moved in, they're— their oldest daughter was only, I don't think she was quite two and a half yet. And she hadn't really formed sentences and hadn't really been, you know, speaking too much. She would say a word here and there. But one afternoon, Adam and Jessica were, you know, down the hall from, from Karina. And she, Karina was in her playroom, and she was in a little play tent, just, you know, playing by herself. And Jessica had told me that, you know, it, it was, it was uh, kind of strange that uh, Karina hadn't come to see what they were doing because she's always underfoot, you know, and she may play a few minutes, wants to come back, and then see, well, she wants to see what Adam and Jessica are doing, you know. But this time, she'd been in her playroom for a long time, and they heard her talking to somebody. And it wasn't just like a word here and there. It was like an actual conversation going on. So the two of them, Adam and Jessica, uh, took a walk down the hall. They went in the playroom, and they called uh, Karina out of the play tent. So Karina comes out of the tent, and uh, Jessica just says, you know, kind of matter of fact, who are you talking to? And she says, uh, Karina says, so I'm talking to my friend Donald. He's the little boy who sucks his fingers and he's looking for his mama. And she, uh, Jessica said that when she uh, told us that he's the little boy that sucks his fingers, she demonstrated how he was sucking his fingers and she didn't put her thumb in her mouth. She put the first two fingers of her hand in her mouth to demonstrate. So you would think that a little kid sucking the thumb would, would be their thumb, but sucking his fingers, it was the first two fingers. And then also, as she's standing there, uh, Jessica said that she suddenly, like, leaned over to the right, uh, leaned over to the right, peeking around us. And then she straightened back up, and she looked at him and said, but I'm not supposed to tell anyone. Like she was talking to someone, and Jessica said, the hair just stood up on the back of my neck when she did that. Yeah. And that was the one and only time that she ever uh, mentioned Donald. Uh-huh. So anyhow, we've got a, a couple clips here. Um, this first clip was recorded in the East Hall, which was just across from the playroom. And you'll hear the voice, what sounds like a child. And And I think you guys need to understand something here, that when we explain these rooms, this is one giant room. It's an open floor plan. Okay, it's an open floor plan. The only way that these rooms are separated are by the dividers that they have placed in this open room, okay? It's a loft is what it is, this this room. Uh, And and so there's basically, when we say the East Hallway... That is basically created by the separators of, of, of wood that they have there yeah. in the hallway, and that separates the child's room and the, 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 the parents' room, which is you can, you can hear everything going on in that room, yep. okay? Yes. Yep. What do you think that says? I think it's a, it's a child saying daddy. Uh-huh. You know, and, and I often wonder, too, you know, since Donald was supposedly looking for his mama, well, it makes sense. Maybe he's looking for his daddy, too. Yeah, you know, and, and what's crazy is, uh, you know, 
you say that came from the East Hallway recorder, but could that have been in the child's playroom area that was picked up on that recorder? That's what I'm trying to explain yep, that's with, good, these, with these voices that you're picking up. That's a, that's a very good point because um, in this building, the, the most recorders I've used has been eight. But like on last Saturday night, we used seven. Yeah. But most of the recorders are upstairs. Yeah. And these are identical Sony recorders. And one recorder should record any sound in that the same floor. thing, the same thing. But multiple times, um, where I've had um, three to four recorders within twenty to twenty-five feet of each other up there, uh, only one or two recorders will pick up something. Like the uh, the gunshot we just played, I had four recorders in that vicinity that same night, and only one recorder picked that up. And I made a mistake. That was not that particular uh, gunshot sound was not recorded in the east hallway. It was recorded in. The, the children's bedroom. Oh wow! Which is just again right next twenty to, feet. Yeah. yeah, right next to Adam and Jessica's bedroom. But uh, but anyhow, yeah, it makes no sense why one will pick it up or two and not the other two. Right. The next clip um, is also now this one was actually recorded in the kitchen area, and uh, you'll hear. Well, it's self-explanatory. We'll let you go ahead and play the clip. I played this clip for someone here earlier that that works on our sister station uh, WFMB, Josh Roberts, who does the afternoon uh, ride home or whatever. I don't know. And he said, he just sat there and he's like, what did that just say? And then I played it again for him. And he repeated exactly what we think it said. Yeah, it's clear. And he said, that's probably one of the most clear EVPs that I've ever heard. And it, he swears that, and, and, and again, I'll, I'll tell you what he said after we play it. So the first thing he said when he heard that was like, um, "Those those people are talking with a different accent." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's like, "It's like a like a kind of a hillbilly accent." I said, "Exactly." It is. What do you think that clip says? Um, you hear first you hear a woman saying, "Is that motorized?" And then you hear a boy, or I think it's like an adolescent boy, uh, in kind of a braggadocious way saying, "Hell yeah!" Yeah. He he thinks it's two younger people, like two younger people having a conversation. Um, is that motorized? Hell yeah. That's like yeah. the the tone and the accent they're using. One more time. Is that motorized? Hell yeah. All right. You know, in the 20, well, now it'll be 22 years this spring, but since I've been doing this, that is the clearest EVP I have ever recorded. Right. And so, again, what do you think that's referring to? Like, is that motorized? Hell yeah. What do you think that's referring to? Well, and motorized, I mean, that term really hasn't been used much anymore since probably the late 60s or right. the 70s. So it had to be probably sometime before that. You know, so did did was did we record something that happened in the past? Or did I record something that happened in the past? Or, you know, it doesn't make any sense. What I was thinking of, and when was that recorded? Uh, that was in 2017. 2017. So was that toy that's there, that, that, that race car toy, was that there in 2017? Yeah, yeah. That's, fam- that's what I think that is talking about. I think that they're talking about that toy in that room. You know, and, and in a way, that would make sense because uh, one night Adam got up in the middle of the night because he thought uh, Karina was out of bed playing with that toy. What it is, it's like a little, um, it's a girl's garage, basically, and it has a little ramp. You put a car on it. You lift. Uh, you lift the ramp up uh, like a lever, 
and it makes a revs up like an engine sound. Yeah. And then it, and then the lever goes down and shuts off. So you have to keep pulling it up to make the engine noise. Right, right. Adam gets up in the middle of the night because this thing kept going on and off, on and off, on and off, and he thinks it's Karina playing. So he gets up to scold her and put her back in bed. And she's already in bed sound asleep, you know. <laughs> That's so nuts. that makes perfect sense. Could could another child or whatever be asking if it is Donald or another yeah, yeah, ghost yeah. boy or whatever? You know, is that motorized? Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's so, crazy. Yeah. All right, and then do you want to get to the dog clip now? or um, Yeah, I could just— Because there's a lot of those. Yes, there is. Um, well, I'll go ahead and tell that quick story okay. on that. Yeah. Um, again, Halloween night 2017, first night I was in the building, I'm going through audio evidence. The first recorder I went through had been placed in the playroom, which is at the far south end of the building. And I recorded uh, what sounds like a dog barking, and it barks like four times in succession. I originally thought, well, it must be a dog coming from out back, the south south side of the building. So then uh, I uh, I was letting Adam kind of keeping him informed, you know what what my progress was on audio review because it takes me sometimes a couple months because I do it by myself reviewing the audio, and if I've got sixty four hours worth of audio to go through, I've got to sit there sixty four hours and listen to everything. So anyhow, I found the dog and I just gave uh, Adam an update, sent him a text message. And said, you know, but what was weird, I, I recorded uh, the sound of a dog barking, and it sounds like it's coming from inside the building because it echoes. And Adam texts me back, and he says, well, it's funny you say that. And they hadn't told me anything about this prior to my investigation. Uh, but he said, it's funny you say that because several times since we've lived in the building, Jessica has told me that in the middle of the night, she will be awakened by, she feels something jump in the bed with her. She can feel like an animal going around in circles and then plopping down on the bed. And, she, and that's happened multiple times um, right before midnight is what he told me. Well, I recorded all of these clips or this particular clip at 1153, which is right before midnight. Uh, and then later on then, um, when I got to the next room, which was Adam and Jessica's bedroom, it's right next door to the playroom. I had another recorder in there. I recorded the dog barking again. It was just slightly louder. So I'm thinking, okay, it must have come from the front of the building, street level, which is where there's the courtyard across the street. So anyhow, the third recorder I uh, reviewed was down in the bar area on a table 10 feet from the front door. And you can barely hear the sound of the dog barking down there. So that meant it didn't come from the outside. And so this clip that you're going to play was a recorder I had in the kitchen and it was the loudest barking of all, which meant it didn't come from the south end of the building. It didn't come from the street level. It had to come from inside that building. Yeah, that's obviously dog barking. Yeah. I mean, there's... <laughs> and one thing that we do... Um, if, if, and I do, and I've done this for years is if I hear somebody talking outside or a dog bark, yeah, yeah. I say it out loud. So yeah. the recorder picks it up saying, yeah. knowing that it came from the outside, yeah. I didn't hear anything yeah. that night, yeah. you know? And then last year, well, actually in, in 2018, I recorded the dog barking again, only the time, the next time I recorded it, there was like a voice of a man that you really can't understand, but it sounds almost like he's scolding the dog and you can sort of hear the word dog. But the dog barks, then you hear the man say two different things, and then the dog barks again. Right. And then last year, we also recorded the dog barking. Yeah, and we didn't hear any dogs all night. No. And no. what was weird about that, um, before you tell the, the Hayden story, I yeah. mean, because that's maybe a reason why you're hearing these dogs barking, 
we uh, met an individual who was lives right next door, you know, and we met Saturday night, you know, last Saturday night. The yeah. guy, he lives in Springfield, but he goes to Virginia and uh, stays there for, for hunting. And he came out, we were telling him that story. And while we're telling him that story, all night long, there's nobody on the street. Right. There's no one walking around, really. I mean, there's some people going across to the restaurants here and there and stuff like that. Yeah. But while we are telling that story, a guy comes around the corner, <laughs> and what's he doing? He's walking his dog. I mean, what is the coincidence <laughs> yeah. of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we all three said hi and good evening to that individual. Did that person say anything back to us no, there? He just looked straight ahead. He just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was creepy to me. I was like, was that a real person? Was that a real dog? What's going on here? Yeah. So tell people why you think uh, that, that dog barking might be picked up there. Well, after I played the uh, evidence to Adam and Jessica, the dog barking, they told me another story. Um, the previous owners, um, Mike and Susan Carson, had a dog named Hayden. And every morning, Mike would take uh, Hayden across the street to the courtyard to, you know, to do his uh, duty over there. And one morning when Hayden was running back across the street, back to the building, he was hit by a car and was killed. So they let the, the Carsons know ahead of time what I do and what I had recorded. And so I played these, the recordings for uh, Mike and Susan that night. And Susan is more open to the paranormal. And she said, yeah, that sounds to me like Hayden's bark. And Mike said, well, you know, I, I can't say that sounded like Hayden, but it's definitely a dog barking. He said, and it does sound like it's coming from within the building. But he said, even though I'm kind of skeptical about, you know, the paranormal, he said that uh, I can honestly say that after Hayden was killed, Susan and I continued to hear his dog tags jingling inside the building and in the back seat of our car. And he said, you know, I can't explain it. And I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but I heard it. You know? Right. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. One more time, the dog barking. One of the other things I had asked the Carsons was, well, you know, did you let Hayden sleep on the bed? And they said, oh, no, he was he was barred from the bed. But she said a lot of times we would go somewhere and we'd just leave Hayden free to roam. And we'd come back home and the bedspread was all messed up. So he'd been right. on the bed, you know, right. while we were gone. Yep. Being naughty while mommy and daddy are gone. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think we're going to tell, let's go ahead and tell the story of the, uh, the duct tape first before we get into okay. these EVPs, okay? Because okay. I think this is the biggest chunk of our investigation from Saturday that really kind of blew our minds. I've uh, shared the story in the video with, again, uh, Josh Roberts, who's WFMB. He's he's a fan of the paranormal, and uh, you know he, he's been to some places up in, in Bloomington, I think, in, in, in Peoria. And uh, he's wanted to go on an investigation with us. His, our schedules just have never, ever worked out. Yeah. But I played this for him, and, and he had a bajillion questions. Um, you know, just, he's like, he's, he, and this is what he kept saying. You've got, we, we've got to debunk that. We've got to prove that that wasn't because he's, it's just, it's such a big thing that you're just, your brain, it, you can't wrap your head around it. Right. You just cannot wrap your brain around it. I'm still unable to wrap my brain around it because when I was also telling the story to another, uh, person who's a little bit older, um, and, and they, they are definitely a believer in, in the paranormal. I was telling, and they said, when I was telling the story, they were getting goosebumps and they said, if that's, if you can't explain it, that means something physically used some sort of energy or there was physical manipulation. There was, yeah. So yeah. something was done. So, uh, to break the story down, this is basically, we're just going to call it the duct tape story. Okay. 
Yeah, sounds good. Um, and, and you can see the video. We're going to post this video on the page. So hopefully you guys go back and watch the full video. Um, it's a rundown kind of of the entire building, some of the rooms, uh, some of the EVPs that were picked up in those rooms, and then Larry and I basically recapping what happened and trying to prove to ourselves and, and basically try to do some investigating right there on the scene to see if what we saw, we actually saw. Yeah, because you kind of start questioning yourself. Did I? Am I remembering right? You know, but, right. And, and you know, for you know what we saw in the beginning, right? You know? So we did a Facebook live video in the kids' playroom area. All right, yeah, and it right. was on live, and we had a lot of people watching the Facebook live uh, video, and we were doing a spirit box session in this child's playroom area. Um, I was sitting in a chair up against a wall next to what do you call that? desk again it's a it's just a spool like a, a spool i keep saying spindle yeah, but it's like not utility a companies using the wrap wire around yeah yeah know? so it's like yeah. a big giant wooden spool right. that they used as a, a desk or you know something for it had been painted pink and white and, yeah and, and, blue, and blue right and so it i'm sitting right next to that and we had taken that motorized toy that we had already talked about we'd taken it off the top of there and we had set it on the floor in front of you to see if we could get some sort of response Actually, or yeah. get get some sort of evp or or response from the spirit box we did a pretty long, about a 45-minute spirit box session, you know, because the people on the Facebook Live are really loving it, you know, and they yeah. and they were just, you know, giving so likes and emotions. Anyway, nothing, we didn't really hear much during the spirit box session. There's a couple of responses we thought we heard. Yeah, some nights um, you get things, and other nights it's just a complete right. waste of time. And so after we were done, we stood up, we both turned our flashlights back on, and we start shining it around. And I, and I look next to the, you know, the, the spool desk that's there, and I look on top of it, and there's these pieces of white duct tape and I, and I asked Larry so what do you think these pieces of white duct tape here are for because sometimes we'll find things from other investigations that have happened people have left like either some markings behind right. or they've left uh you know some 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 toys or balls or something for kids to play with you know just yeah. to kind of stir up the ghost in the house you know to see if kids want to interact with us right but there's just random three pieces and it was in weird positioning it was just kind of in a weird spot and i was like why do you think those were there and you and i well, i don't know it's kind of weird you know it's just three pieces of duct tape right. sitting there you know i reached down and i kind of like went to peel one up to see if there's anything underneath it maybe they were trying to cover something up on the desk didn't look like it so i just put the duct tape right back down we didn't think much of this at no. all and we just kind of went about our business all right and i contacted adam this week to ask him about it you know and and, and what he told me was they used the white duct tape just to cover cover the center hole in the spool, so the kids wouldn't drop any toys down it, you know, or right. or get their hands stuck in it. So we go about our business. We go back in that room in the kitchen area, and again, we're probably I don't know seventy seventy five feet away from that area. We're so, in a yes. totally different room, sitting yeah. at a table watching our um, surveillance surveillance camera. And at that time, we only had one surveillance camera. Up in that room. Right. We had the other one down in the bar restaurant area. So, again, as the night goes on, you think you're, you know, you're getting tired. Sometimes your eyes, you think you see things. And you and I, especially on those cameras, we are like hawks. I mean, we sit there and we look and we question each other. Hey, did you see that? Yeah. Or, hey, did you hear that? And we're constantly doing that. So your eyes, they get, you know, you've got to, they get, they get pretty focused in and you start seeing things sometimes. You do. Um, So we're questioning each other and there was a one part. And I, I, I could have swore I kept hearing something. You kept hearing something, but different than what I was hearing. Yeah. And it was all coming from that child room, children play area side of the room. But on the surveillance camera, we could only we couldn't see at the time that spool desk 
where the duct tape was. So at. The angle of the camera was focused more towards Adam and Jessica's bedroom. Right. So we that part was cut off. Right. So you and I, you and I, and I, and I kept saying there's something going on. I think more back towards that room. That's where I think I'm hearing this or seeing this. This movement, I thought, and it looked kind of like a dark. Sh- I kept trying to explain it to you on the screen, and you're like, "Are you sure you're not just seeing interference? Or you're not seeing, um, I don't know, what, what, what did you say? Uh, pixelation? White, yeah, pixelation from the. I go, I don't think so. I go, I think I'm seeing something move over there. So you suggested, hey, why don't I go downstairs and get that other camera and bring it upstairs? I go, oh yeah, good idea. So we can get the whole room. Yeah. So Larry goes downstairs, gets the other surveillance camera, walks back up the steps, and um, puts the camera, sets it up. And brings it in there, and you can see the whole room. You can see on the surveillance camera the whole room. We're watching them and watching them and watching them again. I keep thinking, man, I am hearing something. I am hearing something over in that corner. And this night, uh, this night in particular, too, was very quiet. The vibe was never, ever once creepy. No. Never. It was just silence. Dead silence, except for the tons of farm equipment that kept driving around <laughs> outside. That was, by the way, one of the busiest nights in Virginia. I think the, 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 the t- town of Virginia is booming, folks, ladies and gentlemen. And, but again, the whole night was just so quiet. We didn't hear any pops or creaks or no. any, anything at all. The time there before, we'd hear banging down in the kitchen area. We didn't hear anything like that. But through the surveillance cameras, we kept thinking we were hearing something in that, in that spot. Right. So finally, we're like, all right, let's go check it out. Let's just go in there and check it out. Larry walks in first, as always. He's always the first man in. I'm trailing behind him with a flashlight. Well, you don't want to be the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we go walking in there, and you're shining your flashlight around, and, I'm, and we're just looking, and we're looking. And you can see on the video um, – well, no, you don't, see, you don't see on the video me saying this. But, no. I, but, I, but I'm standing further away from the spool desk area where the duct tape is at on that, on that table. You're closer to it. I kind of pan over – and I'm farther away than you are. Yeah. And I say, what is that? Is, is that something metal? Did and I think I said, did you put something metal on that table? Because sometimes, Larry, you'll go around and put, you'll place stuff certain right. places right. to try to f- get something to do something. Yeah. And I asked you, I said, is that is that something metal there? And then I'll let you pick up right there when you shine well, with your well, flashlight. The, the on reason it. I'd walked over there too was to see if that uh, little toy garage had been moved at all. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it hadn't, you know, so yeah, I was just standing over there and you said, uh, you know, is that something metal there on the spool? And so I kind of walked a little closer to the spool and it was easy to see. There was a, a small little plastic uh, airplane turned upside down on the white tape. Probably about the size of a nickel. I mean, yeah, it was not much small. bigger, maybe a quarter size, maybe yeah, in between a nickel and a quarter. Yeah, yeah, like a very tiny, like a matchbox toy or something like that. Little but right small. off the bat, I'm like, no way! Yeah. Immediately, that was not there when we talked about it earlier. Yep, and yep. it's sitting right in the middle of the duct tape. Right. I mean, the easiest place to see is on top of the spool. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of jump back here or jump forward a little bit, but you know, I, I talked to Adam the other day and. They don't know where that came from. You showed them a picture of it? Well, I, t- I sent him a picture of uh-huh. it. And uh, for one thing, they took all the toys with them when they moved out, except the garage. And then they left the uh, a little, um, I think it was a Shania Twain doll. Uh-huh. doll. And uh, that's the doll's missing. Somebody took it. But anyhow, the only toy that's there is that garage. And he had no idea where that airplane came from. So the airplane's there. And you and I both immediately jump into how do we explain this mode? Yeah. Because that's what we do. And how do you explain that? And you got not shook up, but it took you excited. Back, it took you back a little bit. It I did. I was yeah. excited. I, I was shocked. Yeah. And I and I and I'm sitting here telling this story, 
and I think I'm sounding crazy. And that's what happens after you've like let it marinate for a little bit. You feel like I can't believe I'm I'm repeating this story because because it is shocking. You tell yourself things just don't appear out of thin air. No, but they do in the paranormal. That's we've had it happen before. So we, that was in the back of our minds. I think what happened at other places we right. where things right. all of a sudden would just go bouncing down. And it the hasn't hall. happened a lot, you no, know, it's three times. Maybe yeah, that's it. And so we kept trying to say, "You didn't put that there. You didn't put that there. Yeah. You didn't see that." And we just you know, were doubting each other the whole time. And, and you and I were in plain sight of each other. I, I don't think you were ever out of my sight. Just when I went downstairs to the, I, I was downstairs in the bar area for a while, but I was, yeah, but I was in the camera. kitchen. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was in the sorry. kitchen area. I was yeah. never in the, the children's yeah. area, yeah. which was weird. Yeah. Um, and, and you could see everywhere I went right. know, on the surveillance camera. So right. if I had done something like that to play a joke <laughs> on you, you would have known. Right. And so then I got the idea because at every investigation that we go on, I'm always filming stuff yeah. be- before we do anything. Just not because, hey, I think something's going to happen, just because I want people to see the environment that we're right. in and see how creepy some of these places actually look, you know? Yeah. Um, and I happened to get a shot on video before we started even doing the – I think it was before we even set up any of the recorders it or was. anything. It's kind of like the walkthrough. Yeah, it was like the walkthrough, like right at the beginning. So you, see, I kind of I, I kind of have the video camera, and I kind of move by it pretty fast. Yeah. That that area, I don't move by it slow. It wasn't I don't focused on focused the in on yeah. the spool. Yeah, but we were able to at least pause the video, stop it, zoom in, and you can see there's nothing there on that table because the white duct tape is so white. Right, you can see that there's nothing there in the middle of the yeah. duct tape. So then we said, hey, okay, let's recreate it and film it again, and put those pictures side by side. So we did it. I kind of got. I don't. I don't think I was exactly in the same spot, but I was pretty darn close. You pretty much. I think you recreated it pretty well. Yeah, and so I I filmed the video. Went right past the the thing again. We we stopped it. We screenshotted it. We put them side by side, and you see on the video that we're posting here on this podcast uh, page clearly. And I sh- and, and Josh again from WFMB was just like, wow. It, you can clearly see there's that a there's a shadow of something of something on that spool, and there's nothing on the other one. Yeah, so it's definitely to me it shows that that plane wasn't there. Right, and so, and and I'm not going to sit here and tell you I, I I think I know how it got there because I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that a ghost picked it up and set it there. I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to say that it, it dropped from the ceiling. I'm not going to say I, I'm not going to say anything. And when I picked the, uh, the the garage was sitting on the spool to begin with the toy garage. Yeah. And when I picked that up, I should have seen it if it had been there, because and the garage would have been directly on top of that airplane. Mm-hmm. That uh, I don't recall seeing anything. So that's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Probably one of the most unexplainable things that we've actually seen. You know, other than the. Uh, well, we've had several. Other right? than the place we went with Lauren, um, with the penny and the. Oh, at uh, at the. Um, Oh, shoot. <laughs> is that Malvern? Malvern Manor. Yeah, so yeah. we'll get to Malvern Manor in Season 2. Well, Malvern Manor and Edinburgh Manor. Yeah, but Both of them. Malvern was definitely another mind-blowing experience. Yeah. So that's that's my story. Now we're going to get to these other EVPs. And again, this is only 16 hours of, of, of recordings that you've gone through, yeah. and you've already found six EVPs. Right. So well, let's start off with the East others, Hallway. And we found others, but we can't understand them, right, so we didn't right, play them. right, right. And this one here, the first one, we're going to get this one out of the way because Larry and I have a disagreement on this one. Right. <laughs> well, here's here's the bad thing. When you use different types of audio equipment, like you've got Adobe, uh, I use Audacity, 
and then even with uh, was it Windows Media? Uh-huh. When you play them back on those. Right. From one to the next, it can distort or make it sound a little different. And I think that's kind of what's going on here. So I told Bonzi later this week I'll bring my laptop and we'll compare it. But anyhow, that's part of the reason for our little not I don't want to say confusion, but uh, it's a disagreement. Disagreement. It's, we can say said. it's a disagreement. Yeah. And you're never right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you explain where this was, uh, where this EVP was uh, taken and or, or gotten and recorded, and then uh, it's, uh, we'll, we'll play it. Okay. Well, this was recorded at 8:41 p.m. and it was down the east hallway. And the big thing about the east hallway is where Jessica and Adam both over the years had seen a uh, what they called a shadow man, um, a, a tall black figure that they. Uh, Jessica saw him twice, and Adam saw him once. So the hallway is known for activity. Okay, so to me, there's three parts that are that are major in that clip. There's the sound that you really hear at the beginning. There's the sound that you really hear in the middle, and then there's the sound that you hear at the end. I think that all three of those parts are just you and I. You think the very first part, within the first few seconds, right. is is saying something, right? And Let, I, let's play it again. Okay. Okay. Now, what do you think that first part is is being said there? On audacity, it sounds like one thing. On this, it sounds like another. On audacity, it sounds like to me, it's either saying it's the baby or the baby. This, to me, it sounds like it's saying the thing, the thing. And then you hear my voice, and then you hear your voice. Okay. Now I'm just going to play the first part that you think is the actual EVP of okay. it, of something okay. being said. Now, right immediately after, that's my voice. So I know that's not me. And... To me, if, if that was you, we'd be talking right on top of each other, which right. we, and we do that sometimes, but not that often. Right. But when I, again, using the Audacity software, um, it's much clearer, and you can hear the difference between, say, my voice, your voice, and this particular voice. Okay. I'm not even going to argue with him anymore. No, no. Because, again, it's so hard. It, it is. really, really is hard. And um, well, even on clear EVPs, yeah, um, one person will hear one thing and right. one hear another. There was a big study done way back in the '60s by a guy. He was a I can't remember what country he was from, but named Raudive, and he did like soundproof rooms where they had recorded EVPs. Uh-huh. And anyhow, he had two different sets of people that reviewed them. And uh, anyhow, one person or half the group basically said it's saying this, and the other half said it's saying this. But they were all, but all were dead set on what they thought they heard. Gotcha. All right, so this next one, uh, with, with the rest of these, I pretty much agree with everything that is being, that you think. I mean, yeah. I think some of them, maybe, will you quit mess with the microphone? <laughs> Every time he, I got to adjust his microphone. Every time he adjusts his microphone, he, he loves to touch his microphone. It gets all jacked up. So if you're going to touch it, touch it right there. All right. And see, and then you can tighten her up. Now, uh, don't touch it again. Now, next week, give me Don't a, touch next it week, again. train me on how to use the audio. Don't board. touch it. <laughs> Leave it alone. Just don't touch it. Don't touch yourself. (laughs) He's having so many problems. He's rubbing his face now, folks. Okay, Kathy. All right, so here we go. This next one here was also in the East Hallway, right? Yes. Clip number four. Right. 
I think that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I love those clips because I, again, like we said earlier, so quiet the whole night. The only sounds we heard were the ones you and I were making. Or if we're walking around. Walking around, shutting and opening doors, moving chairs around, um, especially in the kitchen when you move those chairs. They make so much noise. And this, but again, what do you think is on this clip? It's just a voice saying, hey, and it stretches it out. Yeah. It's almost like the old Fat Albert cartoon series, remember? Yeah. Well, no one listening, I think, knows that. I mean, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, but it, it, it sounds to me like it's, it's saying, hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, you know what I think that walking is? Because that loud, continuous walking, those are you, that's you and I going downstairs. It's either going downstairs or just going down the, that he's tall. No, that's us going down steps, you think man. so? Yeah. It because, could be. Because I remember going down them steps and, and, and how loud it was. Yeah, they're, but they're pretty hollow, though, you know, sound, but it could be. That's crazy. All right, clip number five. But on that clip also, it makes you wonder if it's something trying to get our attention or if it knows, hey, these doofuses can't hear me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the next clip's also East Hallway. Now, I'm going to play it again, all right? And you hear it right, I think, at the beginning. Yeah. And then you hear something there at the end. What do you think is being said there? I hear one of two things. I hear either he's dead or he said, and I know you think it says his head. Right. But then I also hear something at the end. Did you hear that clip? That, that, that at the very end there? Let me play it again. You know? yeah, there's a little like murmur. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, I, what did you say earlier when I said I thought it said his head? Um Dead head bed said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good one right there. Okay, now we're gonna go to the playroom area, which this playroom recorder, uh, that recorder that you picked up there, that was sitting on the floor, right. uh, literally probably twenty feet from this recorder that you're going through right yeah. now. And this recorder was on the playroom bed, and this is the same one that we heard earlier. Hey, same time. But just yeah. a different recorder. It was recorded, both recorded at uh, 824. <laughs> and it's louder. Way louder. And so that just tells us that it had to be closer to the playroom. Yes. Which, <laughs> the, the, the steps that we're taking sound further away, because that would make sense. Yep. Listen to that again, Larry. So we're going away from the voice. Yes. It's like it's calling us back. Yes. Hey. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, This again is uh, in the playroom area, but this happened eight minutes, seven minutes after? I I misspoke. The the hay clip was 8.43, and then we record another hay Seven minutes later. (laughs) 
And that's in the same recorder that same you recorder, just, yeah, yeah, that you picked that up. In the playroom. Seven minutes later. That's crazy. And then this last, uh, last clip, P6, this is the in the playroom, right? Right. It's recorded at uh, 1218 a.m. 1218 at a.m. Yep. And you know now that I'm thinking of that? 1218, that would have been, been probably right around when we started seeing the, the movement and hearing that commotion. Yeah, it would be. On that surveillance camera. Yeah, it would be. Because on the video that we took, we do the, the walkthrough and the remake of that video at like 1240. Because we focused on the bar area around the 10 o'clock time because yeah. we heard noises last time around yeah. 10 o'clock. Didn't hear anything down there this time. No, not Nothing. this time. Have you gone through any of those recorders down in the restaurant area, bar no, area? No, Gosh, who knows what you're going to get down oh, there. Oh, I know. What do you think you got there? That's just a voice saying no. And that metallic sound you kind of hear, that whining sound, is just because we've taken white noise out of it. But it's, it's, it's definitely a no. Yeah, and that's, again, on the playroom recorder that right. was sitting on the bed where we had the duct tape toy yeah. plane show up. The interesting thing about the playroom is um, Jessica and Adam both said that the, uh, the playroom area was the creepiest part of the loft that they lived in. And a matter of fact, uh, Karina, when she was a little girl, when she was like two, um, that was her bedroom. And every, pretty much every night, Adam said he would hear the sound of footsteps, you know, like running from her, uh, Karina's bedroom to their bed because Karina didn't like that room. She didn't want to sleep in it. So Adam said I would turn around every night and there'd be Karina. I'd pick her up, put her in bed. One particular night, he heard the footsteps coming. He turned around to pick Karina up and she wasn't there. And he, he, you know, turned around and was going to wake Jessica and say, hey, you know, I, what happened? But when he did, Karina was already in bed, you know, sleeping next to Jessica. Right. And uh, right after that, Jessica decided to spend the night in Karina's room, and Karina would spend the night sleeping with Adam, and she did that. And she told me she could not sleep at all that night. It was just right. there was something about that room. So what they did then was they moved Karina's room to what is now what they call the girls' bedroom, and then they moved the, the playroom into what used to be right. her bedroom. So I've mentioned Josh Roberts from WFMB a couple of times. He thinks he can stay there overnight by himself yeah. and sleep in that kid's playroom. Yeah. I said, no way. Yeah. I said, you won't do it. It's just something like, you're right. I mean, it's not a creepy vibe while you're there, but if you're sitting in that area, I think, by yourself, you do start creeping yourself out a little bit. You do. You, you know, do. and the temperature, we didn't mention that. The temperature changed while we were in that area when that duct tape story was being told. Yeah, it dropped a it couple degrees. It got really cold. And, and it felt colder than it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, so I think we were creeped out. Yeah, yeah. So that's Dr. Uggs, man. Right. That is our uh, investigation from this Saturday, probably just a quarter of what we got. And that's the thing, guys. You know, we did this kind of late this year. We haven't been able to go through all the recordings. Right. So gosh knows what else we have. It'll, it'll take me several more weeks to get everything, you know. And so we'll reviewed. revisit that if we need to in, I, in season two. All right. I, I would say we'll need to because, again, in the seven times, it's six times, the first six times, we had tons of stuff from there. And I want to mention, too, to folks, if you're interested in the paranormal and want to spend a night in a haunted former funeral home, um, Adam and Jessica, will they've moved out since, and they're allowing people to come in and investigate 
Um, it's a reasonable rate. I mean, a lot of places are four or five hundred dollars. They charge two hundred forty dollars a night for yeah. a group of six. Right. And I think it's forty dollars for each person over that. But right. Look them up on Facebook if you want to spend. We're going to tag them in the in the, in okay. the podcast. We're going to put a contact Great. information there up yeah, there for everything. So if do. you want to get a hold of them, yeah, for sure, uh, get a hold of Adam. And then you can and see for yourself. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and by the way, guys, uh, Green Hyundai, we would not be able to do these without Green Hyundai. We want to thank them for sponsoring every one of our yes. Halloween shows we've ever done. Uh, Mike Quimby's a big supporter. Rachel Abrasky, big supporter. They love listening to these. And uh, We need to um, take one of them on a They won't go. Neither one of them. Yeah, they, they, they don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> they just like listening and watching our stuff, man. That's pretty much it. So, guys, I'm telling you, man, that is um, uh, our Halloween show 2021, Dr. Uggs Part 2. Maybe there'll be a part three here in season two. Yeah. All right. So. We have a big season two coming up, man. We, we really, really do. We've and had some, a lot of the places we've gone together. Yeah. I'm so had, excited to talk about Ferrar. I am too. I'm so excited to get Ferrar like on a podcast that we know we're not going to lose and it's going to be there forever. So when we ever, t- cause I, we, you know, we always want to have those clips on hand when we're talking. Yeah. Now, when we talk about it, we can just show people, Hey, so you can tell somebody or say, Hey, go here. And yeah. Look, go know? listen to go this listen to because man, the Ferrar thing, if you want some creepy, smart, intellectual ghosts, that's what happened there. To me, that was confirmation that, Ghosts do have an intelligence. Yeah, yeah, that's just insane, man. If they're ghosts, it could be something else. Who knows? For sure, for sure. Okay, thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next time as Bonzi and I once again pull the string and unravel more mysteries of the paranormal. Until then, happy Halloween. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.